everybody, and welcome to Adult Sports Kid. I am your host, Jason Paul. Thank you so much for finding us wherever and however you did. How's everyone doing? I got a me, how I'm doing. I got I got a band-aid on my nose for a pimple that bust. I'm I'm spiraling, folks. But let it's not gonna stop me. It's not gonna stop me from doing another episode of Adult Sports Kid. It's certainly not on this week. Not this week when Madden comes out. If you're listening to this, today's podcast comes out. That means Madden's out. So happy Madden release day. I hate that term, Madden holiday. They used to co-op for marketing purposes. Hate that. But happy Madden release day. I know for a lot of us, um, Madden's a very important game. Madden's very special. Madden holds a certain place in our heart. And that's why last episode... I expressed so much effusive praise for the game that I think we may be getting this year. And I'll go over the impressions I have as I've done a bit of the EA Play trial, and I'll be purchasing the full edition. But I wanted to start today on Madden memories, your Madden memories, my Madden memories. And feel free to share, comment, um, share any post about this podcast, and, and comment with your Madden memories, because this is very important. We're at a time now where Madden's in a different place, right? Like we've rewind 15 years. And in terms of sports gaming, Madden is the zeitgeist. Madden's the North Star. Madden sells all of the copies. Madden really was something that everybody who is in the sports participated in, at least were growing up. That's what it felt like. It felt like everybody was on board. If you were a football fan, you were getting Madden. You were playing franchise mode. You were playing against people head-to-head online. We didn't have Ultimate Team. We did have Madden cards way back in like Madden 02, 03. Now, those cards were cool. We might get a little bit to that. So I want to talk a bit about my Madden origin story. How did I find it? What games are special in the series to me? And maybe we'll come across some features that we'd like to see put back in the game. And God knows there's plenty of those. So... I'm going to take you back. My first Madden game is a weird one, I'd say, for most compared to most people. My first Madden game was on the N64. My first Madden game was on the N64. It was entitled Madden Football 64. Of course, if you remember when the N64 came out, many of the games on the N64 were just a name and 64 at the end for marketing purposes uh you know super mario 64 mario kart 64 and so ea went on that train now the crazy thing about madden 64 and i do have the madden wiki open just so i can easily navigate so madden 64 was special because it didn't have a full nfl license I don't know how that probably didn't happen since early in madden's day on on the genesis but it had no NFL license. It had an NFL Players Association license, but no license for the NFL teams. So I vividly remember playing Philadelphia versus Green Bay, and the colors look like the Eagles' colors. The colors for Green Bay look like the Packers' colors. But nowhere where was Packers said, was Eagles said. None of the fans wearing any uh, the logo paraphernalia. No logo on the field at all. It was a very odd game, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. 
I'm gonna look. Um, sh let me try to find some. I want to. I just, I just gotta. I'm just for myself. I gotta see some screenshots of this because as we'll as you you know what I mean. As I look at the screens for this, very very you know rough. It, it supposedly had a very short development cycle. This game very rough, but you know Lambo kind of looked like Lambo. That's I played a lot with the Packers then because of Brett Favre's dominance. Uh, so I, I, it always seemed pretty real to me. But then again, when you're that age, it all you know will seem more realistic than what we just saw on the Genesis. Even if now those graphics sort of age poorly, if we're being honest, I think the N64 PlayStation era polygonal graphics look pretty wretched at this point. Um, and this game came out October 31st, 1997. This was a it was a polygonal football game, but not the first. That would go to NFL Game Day 98. Now, I'm going to do a whole part of an episode on NFL Game Day 98 due to that game's place in my heart. But this game, too. I mean, this was one of the first NFL games I had that really, really made me a football fan. I don't know how much this resonates with everybody else but for me i learned a lot about football through madden if i was to just grow up and just watch football i would never have had as high of a comprehension in terms of formations uh strategy like i did because i played madden and this started all i mean i i, I remember and maybe it's my mind being a, a little too nostalgic but i remember learning nickel versus dime talking to my dad playing with him playing this game and and learning all right nickel or you know more of a second down package dime on the third down and long package so it was great um i it, it was it was a fantastic game it was and it was really fantastic first madden entry to me especially on an n64 that wasn't known for its sports games it had a few and for a sports fanatic like myself growing up finding madden 64 was a godsend so i loved that game i kept playing madden the next year madden 99 i got madden 99 for playstation by then it was clear to me even then in the year you know 98 99 i was like all right the playstation's where i want more sports games and a lot of it was probably that the video intro that you got on playstation right like that was there so it seemed a little more i don't know like native to the system even though some sports games in that era on the n64 i think had better graphics namely one that comes to mind is nhl 99 i think looked really sharp on the n64 and didn't look as great on the playstation but generally i moved to sports gaming on the playstation that was even more accentuated when dual shocks came out dual shock controller came out and then when we get to ps2 and that's the next game i want to hone in on madden nfl 2001 now i was lucky enough to get a i was a spoiled child there's no way i can say this any other way but i got a playstation 2 pretty quickly after it launched and it is amazing how good madden 2001 was immediately and i don't know how to stress that enough it it, it was the the engine that was first released in the Madden 01, Madden 01 played a lot like Madden 2005 or 2004, which are, you know, regarded as the best of the best Maddens, right? Like the ones we're super nostalgic over. But it's amazing how much that engine sort of just worked 
from the jump. Like it was Madden 2001 was a great game to play. Now we didn't have as many features around franchise mode in Madden 2001, and I'll, and I'm gonna click on this in the Wikipedia right now just to see. Let's see what it did have a franchise mode according to this Wikipedia entry, which I did not remember, but. So it was there. Like, they knew what they were doing. And I, you you start a series as well as Madden did here, and it was only going up. And I know last episode I talked to you about, like, three-year plans in sports games. You hear about those, and, and you hear about that with the franchise mode with the newest Madden. And these little features they're planning on adding year by year, and now even month by month because of downloadable content and updates. But back then, obviously, when it was released, that's what you got. And Madden 2001, to me, is a classic. As we move on, Madden 2002, great game. Played the heck out of it. A lot like a one. Nothing really setting apart except that was the first year with NCAA football 2002 that you could transfer draft classes. So that also holds a big place in my heart. Created myself. I think it was the year me and my dad, or my dad and I, for being proper about grammar, created ourselves. I think we played for Florida or Florida State. Won the nat- natty, move on, put our guys to Madden. My dad get drafted for the for the for the expansion Texans. I think I go to the Jags. It was a fun time. Madden 2003, very important game. That was the first Madden I ever played online against people, and that was sort of a revelation. I don't know if if you're not old enough to have experienced both ends of the gaming spectrum, where it was like pre console games being online to after console games being online Madden 2003 was it was it was a revelation right cuz you, you before that your 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 world's smaller right like you can be the best Madden player in your neighborhood that was like what the top could be maybe the best Madden player with your friends on a basketball team right it it was a small group but as soon as we opened up to the world you got to see how crap you actually were and that for me I not as good on the sticks there. Not as good at all. But Madden 2003 is such a good entry in the series. So much fun. A great cover athlete in Marshall Falk. An iconic cover with the with the gold jer- the gold and blue jerseys. It was it was a great, great game. But that pales in comparison to Madden 04. And for me, Madden 04 was what I remember most about it was the hype. I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, that was the year Mike Vick was unstoppable. And that's true. But for me, it was the first year I was I was so ready for it because of owner mode. Hearing about that. For a franchise head like myself at that age, I think I was, you know, in eighth grade going into. There's nothing you, you that game was made for me. It was made for me. That's what it was. It was, here you go, Jason, here's exactly what you want. You want to control every aspect of your team. And I did. And I, in my head, I would come up with scenarios months before the game came out of where I'd relocate somebody or whose jersey I'd sell, what team I would take over. It was the hype for me is what kept, what still keeps this game in such a high regard because Let's be honest, a lot of times our hype and anticipation is better than actually getting the thing, right? Like, that's something you hear all the time, and it's true. It's certainly true with Madden. 
because some years Madden's not great, but this was a this was a case where the hype the hype was real. The hype was good. And then the game was good. It followed through. And that's when we were in a special place. We were at four straight Maddens on that generation of console that just slapped. They were great. It was universal. You could pick up and play with somebody who wasn't a football fan. It, it, it was just, a, it was again, a special game. And I don't know if we're going to see a run like this ever again when it comes to especially Madden you know with with the with the focus being on ultimate team and career modes there there's just nothing to substitute the first time you touch an owner mode the first time you use Mike Vick and and you direct around your blockers the hot routes added to that game it was really to this day I'm nostalgic for it because when I play Madden now, I want it to be that easy to hit down on the thumbstick and on the right joystick, and then you're 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 being prepared for a run, or you hit up and you're prepared for a pass, or you're directing your blockers, or you easily hot route, or you easily hot double team somebody. This is what I miss. This is what I'm still nostalgic for. It's why people go back and play these games. It's why people like me just say, "Hey." Do me a favor, developers. Can you just sit down and play Madden 04? Just play it. And then try to translate as much as the feelings you get from that as possible into the current current gen. Now, I'm, I'm being, listen, I'm being a little aggressive here. The, the, the new Madden hasn't been out, isn't technically out yet as I record this. Full disclosure on a Thursday. But that is what we're comparing against. Madden 04 is the North Star. It truly is. That is until I think about Madden 05. Another special Madden game. A game that at the time, 100%, listen, if you, had, if you gave me the choice NFL 2K5 or Madden 05, I would go NFL 2K5. I think NFL 2K5 is the greatest football game I've ever played. But NFL 2K5's franchise mode was not as excellent as Madden 2005's franchise mode. And Madden 2005... Emphasis on defense really was not seen before in a football game, a simulation football game, where it's like, hey, we need to, one, give the cover to a defensive player. That was, you know, a new thing for EA. Brian Urlacher was on the cover of NFL 2K3, if I'm not mistaken. But in Madden 2005, it was like Ray Lewis on the cover, a, a cheaper price point because of NFL 2K5's aggressive pricing strategy, and the introduction of the hit stick. Something that's still in the game today. Something that's second nature to most people who play football video games is flicking that stick and trying to get the biggest hit you can. Sorry for popping the mic there. I did it for emphasis. You could create a fan in that game. Isn't that crazy? That's when it went a little too... Even I didn't create a fan. I was like, I don't need to create a fan. The fans are there. That's cool. I don't need to create the fan. And then as we keep going, Madden 06. Another, to me, the last Holy Grail Madden. The la- I mean, this run was it. From Madden 01 to Madden 06, that's a hell of a run. It improves, it improves, it improves. And Madden 06, you can kind of feel them reaching, right? But their head's in the right place. 
So Madden 06's big addition, gameplay-wise, is the cone, the vision cone for quarterbacks. And I understand why they did it, right? Because you have to separate good quarterbacks and bad quarterbacks. A quarterback like Donovan McNabb, the cover athlete of Madden 06, can seem is going to perform better than you know a scrub third quarterback on the roster. And they found that listen, that awareness rating that they have in the game is great for when the CP when the CPU is playing. But when you're on the sticks, when you're controlling the quarterback, you need to be able to simulate you're playing with a crappy quarterback. And this, I still think, is the closest we ever got to that simulation. I'm not sure exactly why it was um, not emphasized. I think what my guess is in the fiasco of the next-gen Madden that year, and that Madden 06 on Xbox 360, let's be clear, is probably one of... It's top three crappiest Madden, let's be honest. I, I haven't played all the recent Maddens because of the reputation for poor quality but i will certainly say in my opinion of the maddens i played some of the least fun time they had but on that on the playstation 2 generation on the gamecube generation madden 06 was fantastic and the vision cone was a good step in the right direction and it's sad to see it not only not resurrected recently but not really it's still a problem to this day that you can control a bad quarterback and do good with them do you, with your stick skills and we haven't added a, a, a gameplay mechanic to sort of add as act as the middleman there right like instead of oh i hit circle to throw this receiver and it just floats for no reason the vision cone was the perfect middle ground there where it's a it's a visual ui indicator and gameplay mechanic that plays into your decision making and how well you're gonna do it's not a background calculation that's done. It's, okay, that throw was missed. Why was that throw missed? Well, I wasn't looking at the guy. That's why. And then you play with a Tom Brady and the vision, code's damn, vision cone is damn near the whole field. That was great. And that generation of Madden is truly just fantastic. Like I said, Madden NFL 2001 to 06, unassailable. A run of games... That is truly unassailable, especially for a sport like football. And I'd argue those run of games is what solidified Madden to the place it is today. Those run of games kept Madden's prestige high when it even when it shouldn't have been, when Madden 06 should have been a wake-up call. Because Madden 06 on Xbox 360, like I said, was a piece of crap. And it's hard to look at the same company that developed Madden 2001 on a new console. And it seemed like a mature engine that had been there for years. But Madden 06, nearly the same release. They had a little more time. I think Xbox 360 was released late. Maybe it was around the same. Maybe it was the same week. I know North American release for PS2 was end of October. It was about the same time for Xbox 360 and just didn't cut it. Did an amazing trailer. Never forget during the draft of that year. Using not in-game footage to, you know. To, to, to hype up the marketing and this is the first time I think the general public's like alright now we're not talking game footage and commercials now we have to be wary so after Madden 06 I look for what Madden games resonate with me and it's it's not good 
it's truly I, I I I don't have great memories with many past this. I think which one is this? Um, let me look. Madden ten disappoint. I remember the disappointment from Madden ten. I would say. I think I enjoyed a Peyton Hills cover Madden twelve. I think I enjoyed it, but. It, it doesn't stick with me. And to me, that's a problem. When I was telling you, listen, I'm going to go through the, the Madden games that are most important to me. And it's truly one generation. You know, if I had to cut out Madden 64, you cut that out. That was like, okay, welcome to football, kid. But then a generation of, of classics to be followed up with mediocrity that we have, it's tough. It's not great. But it's where we're at, right? So... I think that's a good segue to talk about Madden 22. Impressions of Madden 22 so far? Be honest. I enjoy it. I don't think it's a perfect game of football. I think Madden 06 played better. I think that era is on the PS2 still better overall playing game. But I think the graphics are good. The graphics are next-gen graphics. I feel. I truly feel that. Um, the control and the animations, I don't feel that's stuck in animations i feel i have control of quarterbacks in a way i haven't before uh, when you're using an agile quarterback i do feel like they're more agile i don't hate the x factor i hadn't played a madden game with the x factors and i think w with ea you have to sort of be careful when they add those abilities to individual players because i think the first year they always go overboard on it right because the first year it's a gimmick so they want you to get the game and buy it for the gimmick and then really feel the gimmick. But I feel like it it makes players as solid as they should be. Like for example, I was playing on pro just to get my, you know, my 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 feet under me, just get my sea legs, so to speak. And Aaron Donald was dominating the game, and that's what I like to see. I like to feel when I'm playing against a team with a superstar that that guy's going to make an impact. And I'm going to have to worry about him. And I do feel like that in Madden. And listen, I'm seven hours in this. Can I tell you there's problems? There's a lot of problems. Uh, there's, there's barely any penalties. I don't think zone coverage works. Um, I think the offensive lines on teams are a little too good. I think we're in a good place, actually, as I was talking about the vision cone earlier and making bad quarterbacks versus good quarterbacks. I think when there's pressure on a quarterback in Madden, it's fairly realistic playing on all pro. Or like it's easier to sail it, you know, have an off, um, just an off-target pass, hit the hit the ground, a la Donovan McNabb before it gets to the receiver. But I just don't feel that the pressure happens enough, and I feel like it's pretty difficult to play as a defensive lineman. Now, if you were to ask me, would you rather have that or, you know, a Madden from, you know, that was Madden 05. It's pretty easy to play with a defensive lineman. I remember in NFL 2K5 the switch series, briefly. I would set the record for sacks every year if I played with like one D lineman throughout the game. So if I had to choose harder to sack or, or easier, I would choose harder. And so I might mess with sliders as I get deeper into it, but we'll see it, but it's fun. And that's all I can ask because honestly, as I get older, I just want to have a fun game of football that plays fairly realistically. I've played some head to heads that were been awesome. 
I've started a franchise, been pretty fun. I'm going to try more of the yard. If any of you are interested in hanging out, playing Madden, talking Madden, please subscribe to my Twitch at jpaul1723. That's at jpaul1723. I should be Twitch streaming this weekend, some Madden franchise, maybe the yard, maybe a little head-to-head, maybe a little bit of everything. So I'm looking forward to diving in more. Is it worth the 70 bucks? I don't know. Am I just chasing nostalgia? I'm not sure yet. Maybe I'm a fool for buying in. But like I said last week, I truly appreciate they seem to have a vision for franchise mode. My early impressions of the coaching points is like, I wish you couldn't buy them with the pre-order bonus, but I get it. Listen, it's, we're in 2021. It's part of the game is pre-ordering a game and getting something for it. I don't know if I'll add those into my particular franchise mode. But I'm enjoying it so far. I love that coordinators are back. I love that what you do in the field can affect how good a coordinator can be. And I can't wait to get to an offseason and see how the coaching carousel plays out. I'm also, you know, warming up to the XP that you can add to your players. Is it, if I was designing a game from the ground up, is that how I'd make it? No. But it's okay that Madden did it this way. And it's a design, design decision, like I said last week, that... I think it's more palatable with a football game. I truly do. I think it's way more palatable with a football game because you see football players have, you know, breakout years out of nowhere. That's going to happen. So if I'm playing well with a guy, I want to level him up. I want to get his rating up there. I want his rating to, you know, sort of mirror how well he is on the field. So I'm warming up to it. Am I being a little easy on it? Probably. Am I going to find a lot of issues with it? Probably will. Am I going to try to stay away from quote-unquote game-breaking bugs in franchise mode that other people find on Operation Sports? I'm going to. That's another thing I've learned as I get older. I can't obsess over every small bug in a franchise mode. I just can't. It's not going to make it fun for me. So i got to try to keep this game as fun as possible. Sounds a little sad when I put it that way, but I'm just happy that Madden seems to play good this year, that it looks good, and then we can have fun with it again. Because... If we, you know, foster some sort of cool community here at Adult Sports Kid, I think we could have online franchise modes, and I think that could be where the fun is really had. Because I've had fun with head-to-head games this so far. So that's where I'll leave you with current Madden impressions. I will probably have a buddy or two on in the coming weeks to discuss what they like about this year's Madden, what they don't, and I don't know if I'll ever do a formal review so to speak, but I'll up you, update you guys as, as I play more. Right now, would I recommend you buy it? No, but I'd recommend you get the EA Play trial, and that's something I will pat you on the back for. Those EA Play trials are fantastic. Give people a chance to play the game, and if they like it, they'll buy it. So I, I encourage everyone to sign up for EA Play. It's only $5 a month or $30 for the year, and if you do $5 for the month, it's great. You get uh, for PS5 was $7 off the game's price. So you still come out ahead. So that's what I did. Um, again, I urge you to follow me on Twitch at jpaul1723. But right now, let's look at the news. All right. The news for this week. Let's talk about it. First story comes from Operation Sports, published by Steve Noah. The Riders Republic beta arrives on August 23rd. Register now. 
you can still register for Riders Republic. Um, I can click on this register here link and let me just double check that this isn't closed. It looks, yep, looks good to me. So you can play from August 23rd to August 25th. I've also read that you can invite two friends. Uh, I encourage everybody to participate in betas like these. It's cool one to play games that aren't released we released yet and two you can provide valuable feedback so anyone who's worked in the world of software development nodes you need this feedback you need to get this in front of as many users as possible so i'm hoping ubisoft's riders republic it's a good sign you know even though that they're delayed it a few months that they're getting in people's hands this summer and that if it releases two months later and it's good form, it, it could be a fun game. Like I said, we have a void in extreme and action sports games. And this one looks like it sort of fill a lot of voids with all the different sports you can do. So I did want to mention that, that you can still get on the beta and I encourage you to. Next article comes from Sports Gamers Online. Big shout out to Sports Gamers Online. Love a lot of their website. My God, they put up great sto sports, store, sports gaming story and really centers on us, the sports gamer. So I encourage you to visit there daily. So this story is, is entitled Exclusive Details Behind Decisions Made with NASCAR 21 Ignition. This is written by Michael Straw. When NASCAR 21 Ignition was announced last week, it brought a lot of excitement to the NASCAR gaming community. Side note, we, we talked about the trailer last week on the show, so go back to last week if you want to hear my thoughts on the trailer. Fans go... there. I can, I can edit for this website. It says fans go their first look. Fans got their first look. It should be on the game running an Unreal Engine and got a lot of details regarding what they'll be able to do within it. This is, of course, where a number of questions came about. The two biggest being platform and a lack of series within the game. So, as we mentioned last week, not on the next-gen consoles. Not a killer for me, but I don't think it's a great look, right? Because, as I said, I think NASCAR Heat Series was a solid series, and it's really unfortunate they feel like, I guess, that they maxed out the engine. Because switching over to a new engine, you're going to have sacrifices, right? And these sacrifices are pretty big. Um, a next-gen, truly next-gen NASCAR game would have my attention. This is starting with its hand, a hand tied behind its back because of this. And then two, it's missing both the Xfinity Series and Camping World Truck Series. To me... That's more inexcusable. It doesn't sound like you're ready if you're missing those things. The NASCAR Heat games were a fun, offered a fun career mode, although it was pretty bare bones in terms of, you know, cutscenes and elaborate storylines. But what it was big in it, you could start from the bottom, you could start from the truck series and work your way up. And that's what I enjoyed doing. And to have only one series in a NASCAR game. It looks like what it is. It looks like a first effort. So as you switch to a new engine and you're building this foundation again, I think we're looking at a couple years away from a fully a title that's going to have feature parity with the game we just saw a year ago. And that's tough. That's tough not to have parity with a game you that you released a year ago. You just don't have that. And listen, if you're a NASCAR fan, 
you're gonna have to live with this. We're in the world of, uh, you know, post NFL 2K5, where most sports have one game that caters to them. So I feel for hardcore NASCAR fans, especially ones that are fans of those lower series, because it's not just you know it's not just a step up to NASCAR. It's you're racing different vehicles, especially when it comes to the truck series, right? It's not just hey, we're missing Double A baseball and MLB the show. We're missing all different type of you know of NASCAR series. I don't know if that was a that was a terrible analogy, baseball. <laughs> Looking back, but you get what I'm saying. You're a smart listener. So far from ideal for NASCAR. Uh, those two decisions, though, seem to trace back based off this article to the Unreal Engine and the introduction of it. And on that note, we have another engine-based uh, article from again from Sports Gamers Online. This article is from Curtis Russell. E football producer interview and details. E football is what Pro Evolution Soccer is now called. E-Football is what Winning Eleven Soccer used to be, or is now called, because Pro Evo used to be Winning Eleven here in the States. And they, too, have changed their engine to the Unreal Engine. Now, they're being a little more optimistic, and, and they're trying to achieve quite a bit this year, because not only are they changing engines, they're changing game structure. The innovation in eFootball, as we'll read in this article, um, let's see if I can find, eFootball going free to play. Yes, you heard me right. We have a free to play major sports game with major license. The decision to go free to play inspired Konami to create a cross-platform eSports scene. To do this, Konami wanted to fuse its two audiences together, Japan's Winning Eleven and eFootball PS, bringing both names into one would help Konami from a business aspect. Now, I don't know what sort of, you know, reasoning that is. I think this is clearly, you know, they think, hey, get this game into many people's hands as possible and they'll pay for upgrades. Now, it seems like what the upgrades are going to be is you can pay to play modes. So Master League is their career mode, analogous to, to FIFA's career mode. And so you'd pay to play that. Now, there are going to be some games or some features that are free, like Play Now, I imagine, and maybe the card collecting game will start free. We don't have too many details. So to me, this is a very, I think this is an interesting thing. I I think you can read this a couple different ways. One, you can read it, well, they're going to a new engine this seems awfully optimistic. They know what they're doing. Uh, they're confident because they're going to put it in everyone's hands and everyone's going to love it and pay for these extra modes and pay to keep playing. Or you can say, well, this is Konami, who's in a weird state right now, who makes a lot of money off of slot machines in Japan and really have abandoned console gaming. You know, you would think there'd be a new Metal Gear Solid by now, even without Kojima, as it's one of their biggest franchises. And maybe this is a last-ditch effort. Last year, they uh, they there was a, a free-to-play version of PES, but it was just exhibition games, and you'd pay to upgrade to the full version. This is going to be more a la carte. Now, this isn't the first time this has been done in sports games. Fight Night Champions did this, I believe, back in the early 2010s, where you could buy the career mode separately. 
But in terms of a modern landscape for new consoles, this is this is going to be very interesting. This is a I I'm going to try the game. So they got that going for it, right? The free to play is going to get me in. But it's is everything else going to hold up? Is this engine ready? This is the first year we're doing this engine. And the other thing to note is this is cross-platform. And it's not just cross-platform PS5 versus PS4, although you can do that. You can do PS5 versus mobile phones. Yes, you heard me right. Mobile devices. To me, that's wild. That's that. That's some of the biggest news around eFootball is you're going to be able to play from a PS5 to a mobile phone. Does not sound like a very sound technical decision to me to have everybody play on an engine that must be simplified or dumbed down for a phone. And that rolls into our next article. Well, what about the visuals, you may ask? Well, according to Operation Sports article, eFootball Next Gen Visuals will feature major upgrades by Kevin Groves Konami's heard people who's, who are worried about this. Because when it first came out, you're playing on a mobile phone. It makes no sense. So people worried initially, well, you're gonna the base game is going to have to be the one that's the, the lowest res, right? Like you're not going to want to... You can't dumb down a PS5 game to a iPhone. But apparently in Konami, you can. And if you're going to have cross-platform play, you're going to have to. So this is going to be very interesting. Um, all right. In this article, the latest eFootball information comes courtesy of senior producer Sitaro Kimura. He sat down with Tech Radar's Adam Vishteka to go over all things eFootball. Um, a lot of people disappointed in the trailer that looked quite ugly. However, the, 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 let me see. Also, of note that eFootball won't be available on 120 Hertz, a major selling point for these next gen consoles. Let me read. So it basically this article's meant to at least the, or the comments that are referenced in this article from the uh, produce senior producer at Konami is meant to say, hey, like we are gonna have next gen visuals. But I don't think we've as a public seen that. The trailer people did not enjoy uh, some calling it in this article. To quote, our expectation abrupt our expectations abruptly U-turned once we set our eyes on the reveal trailer because the graphics looked to be noticeably scaled down and just downright ugly. A very tough rollout for this. Um, they're assuring us that they will have next-gen visuals. I remain skeptical due to this cross-platform play. I remain skeptical due to a new engine being built from the you know using Unreal Engine and then. Uh, giving it to a phone and a ps5 this it doesn't seem it something seems off with this my spidey senses are tingling but the good news with this one free to play right all right moving on to the next new next uh news item something about next gen visuals in fact from operation sports courtesy of steve noah playstation 5 players are getting a new video quality setting in rocket league today that was August 18th to do 120 frames per second. Finally, the Xbox Series X got this upgrade last December. It's one of my biggest pain points of the PS5 was seeing 
games like I think Rocket League got this, Wreckfest I think got it before PS5, a lot uh, UFC four got uh, increased frame rates. I I really don't like not seeing those roll at the same time as a jealous PlayStation player, but it's good to see it's happening. Rocket League, a game that's really about the frames. I'm terrible at it, to be quite frank, because of just... I, I don't know. If it, trust me, it's not because it's not running at 120 frames per second. It's one with me in Rocket League. It feels odd to try to hit something in a car, right? Most games, you're trying to avoid objects when you're driving a car. And two, it moves quick. It's a quick-moving game. There's wall scaling. There's jumps. And oof, for an uncoordinated individual like myself, it... it I'm not great at it, but it's a fun play and anything to make it look prettier. I'll definitely give this a go. Uh, I think my TV can handle. I don't. It, it obviously, I think it can handle uh, one 1080p in 120 frames per second. So maybe I'll give that a shot. But I didn't want to let people know that that is available. Rocket League also free to play now. Uh, very a big success story in gaming when it comes to that. Our final story was the NHL. 22 trailer came out today uh august the 19th big news from that austin matthews is on the cover it comes out mid december or mid october i should say as you hear the trailer start in the background um i'm gonna try to get you all oops let me open up the pre-order page excuse those sounds um, October 15th the date. It is coming out to on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. The trailer, if you watch it, I like the trailer. It it was fine. Listen, it's sport again. Madden 06 for Xbox 360 ruined sports gaming trailers. I no longer trust them. I'm going to be honest. I don't trust them anymore. But this one looks nice. Looks from screenshots in this trailer I saw. Looks next gen enough. I enjoyed NHL. The last one I played was NHL 20. Had a good time with it, especially online, playing EASHL. I don't think I'm going to run out and grab this, but listen, if it's a solid next-gen hockey experience, that's why you get EA Play, right? Play it a few months down the road. Play it maybe when it gets on sale for uh, Black Friday. So a lot of options. It looks cool. I was a little worried it wasn't coming to PS5 or Xbox Series X because the end of the trailer didn't denote any consoles. It was, and it was also an Xbox-branded trailer. I was sort of ruminating on the possibility, actually, and, and I wonder if this would ever become a, uh, a reality, is that you have Xbox, of course, you have EA Play as part of Xbox Games Pass. Also part of Xbox Games Pass, what was the big game this past spring that used to be a Sony exclusive? MLB The Show was a part of Xbox Games Pass. I could see one day, I really could see this, NHL 22 being lumped into EA Play as part of your membership and being played on Games Pass. I think as you look at NHL 22 as a low, compare it to Madden, compare it to FIFA, it has a, a lower install base than either of those games by far. You know, I think a game like NHL 22 and and hockey in general, though, can reach casuals. We saw that with NHL 94, for God's sakes. You know, that game's 25 years old now, and people still talk about it. So, I'm very interested in the new NHL. Didn't get too much info. Uh, 
rumors were they were updating their engine as well so we'll see if that happens the biggest thing is the arrival of superstar x factors to mirror the the abilities that madden introduced to their players we'll see how big of a factor that is like i said i worry the first year these x factors are launched it's going to be gimmicky and be overpowered but we'll have to wait and see for that game to come out so that'll do it for the news for today I appreciate everyone who's listening. I encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Adult Sports Kid. Follow us on Instagram at Adult Sports Kid. Subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed it. Tell a friend if they're a hardcore sports gamer and they want to keep up with sports gaming news or reminisce about the past. And also follow me on Twitch at jpaul1723. We'll be playing a lot of sports games and maybe we'll be mixing some nostalgic ones. So we'll get from the past and the present. As always, everyone, it was a great time. Have a good one.